Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey, will teach you everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Now, here's your host, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. Folks, welcome. Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer, please visit our website, www.gunsportsradio.com, or check us out on Facebook. Uh, backslash Gun Sports Radio. All the information is right there. The segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com. Find out all the benefits, features, clubs you can join. I mean, you name it. It's it's amazing. It's the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. All right, Michael Schwartz is off today, but we have Lance Pelkey and Joe Dramisi in the house. Here we are. How are you guys today? Wonderful day to be here. Great day to be in the studio talking uh, on the radio. You know, right? I want to start. Uh, sunny, yeah, warm. Yeah, sunny, warm, <laughs> and uh, deep behind enemy lines in Kami, California. Mm-hmm. Here we are. So Absolutely. But we're so happy to have uh, Mr. Dramisi in the house today, and he's been writing some really smoking articles lately with the uh, uh, San Diego County Gun Owners uh, Organization, and and so I'm happy he's here to, to talk about the latest one. Yeah, what's the latest, my friend? So, I guess what we wrote, wrote about last week um, uh, was the um, the attack on the Second Amendment. And everybody, you know, all gun owners know that. It's been under vigorous uh, attack for a while in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the other, uh, the rest of the Constitution uh, is under attack. I think the Second Amendment acts kind of as a lightning rod for everything else. Absolutely. And if you look at different things, like Governor Cuomo in uh, New York is using the state agencies um, to pressure banks not to do business with um, mm-hmm. with companies that manufacture um, firearms and or, Salesforce.com or came out to do the same thing. It's Salesforce just horrible. Just did it. Yeah. Credit card companies. Yeah, and you know, and it's it's one thing when you know companies decide they're going to do it. CEOs, like in sale in the Salesforce case, when the state, when a governor decides that he's going to use the state um, tools, right. the regulatory tools, to pressure companies not to do business with a group of companies that's that are completely legal that he just doesn't care for, you know, that that's a little different when you um, look in LA, the city council thing about um, yep. having contractors disclose uh, relationships with the NRA. If Good they want to do business, mm-hmm. um, you know, these are freedom of association, freedom of speech, uh, things like that. So there was, um, you know, a lot, and I, I talk about those in the article, there was a, uh, a couple of kids in New Jersey that were suspended uh, from school for posting uh, pictures on their personal Facebook sites of uh, being at the range. And I think one of them was with a family uh, there. That's horrible. Yeah, there was a, a woman in Florida with, that was suspended indefinitely from a college there um, for posting uh, pictures of her and her husband at the range. Wow, I'm sure Dave Stahl was suspended a lot as a child, but probably not for something like that back then. But yeah. things have changed so much. Oh, things have changed tremendously. Did you see that article? I know... I hate to even use it, but it's on Facebook out of Zero Hedge about uh, the violence, the rise of mass knife attacks around the world. Lance Pelkey posted it. Did you with Pelkey? Yeah, isn't that something? Wasn't that? I mean, we're we're talking, I mean, one guy cuts up 
10, 20 people. Yeah, like kids in, in schools yeah. and in uh, Japan and all this other stuff. I mean, so we all hear to, about it. So it looks to me like it's maybe not the weapon. It's the person that's manning the weapon. Well, like we say. A hundred yeah. thousand. And, and I believe they're experiencing the same thing in London where they've yep. uh, banned guns and they actually want to ban knives in London. Well, yeah. And then, and <laughs> so they have the depositories. You heard about this. So the mayor says he puts these depositories and tells people, Hey, you want to be a good Londoner, put your knives in these, de- these depository deals. And then the bad guys just go steal the whole deposit thing. Sure. And they yeah. have all the knives in the yeah. world. Yeah. It's just fabulous. They just don't. Yeah. It just, just makes no the, sense at all. Yeah. The dumbness uh, that goes on and on. So anyway, great article, Joe. Yeah. yeah. And well, like I said, that's what's unfortunate, too, because, you know, we have these shootings here from time to time. They're going to continue Yep. because we don't we Bad don't guys. address the real issues. The other thing is uh, there's 329 million people in this country. Mm-hmm. We have bad people. They do bad things. Occasionally they use guns to do that. Sure. Um, and, so uh, without and, addressing the underlying stuff. Um, and the bad people are usually have psychiatric issues. But yet we closed all the psychiatric hospitals down. What? How many years ago? Yeah, I don't and know. And dumped them all onto the street. So these poor people, if they don't physically reach out for help, this is what you end up with. Yeah, well, and even you know, even if you didn't have that issue, if you talk to psychiatrists and people that work in mental health, you know, if you ask them, can you tell me for sure that that person is dangerous that they're going to hurt somebody? They can't tell you for sure. No, no. they may, but I mean, the person may go the next fifty years well, and never hurt anyone. Have you ever woke up and be in a bad mood? <laughs> Occasionally, yeah. Well, but that's really it in a nutshell. Just how far do you take being in a bad mood? I mean, you can take it to the extreme. I mean, but there's no way to control it. And taking all the guns away. I mean, if somebody really wants to hurt somebody else, they'll find something to hurt you And again, and the real answer is to allow people to protect themselves. I mean, that's that's really the answer for, you know, and that's not for everybody. But if you want to take, you know, accept responsibility for your own safety and protection, you should be able to do it. Talk to the people that have done it. Talk to the people that have, you know, you know, kept a situation under control by having a weapon. You know, they're the ones, I mean, they're your best you know, advertisers because if it wasn't for their ability to protect themselves, they could have got hurt. And speaking of that, um, I did post another article. I don't know. I don't remember if it was an ARW Hawkins article uh, from Breitbart, but it, along the lines of um, the Colorado guy in the movie theater, along with others, he, oh, specifically with him, he chose the soft target and that was the movie theater. He was thinking, you heard about this, he was thinking yeah. about the airport, mm-hmm. but they had guns at the airport, so he, he chose the right. movie theater, along with numerous other ones. Well, see, and they and they know this too, and this, this isn't right. speculation or theory. They know this from... From information they've captured from people that have done these shootings. The guy in the bar, from, he knew that uh, uh, law enforcement can't, can't, can't carry a carry, weapon inside. And we as concealed carry, we can't carry in a bar either. Yeah, they know exactly. That. Right. So, yeah. you know, they, they're not stupid. Yeah. Fabulous. And the media is nice enough to make sure they're well informed. Yeah. It's a, it, it, it's a tough deal. Yeah. So again, like I said, they, you know, the real answer is to allow people to protect themselves. And, uh, you know, that's where it's going to have to go because... You can never, these things happen everywhere. It's it's not like it's got to be three in the morning or you sure. have to be in a bad part of town or something. These or things wake happen, up with a bad mood. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> these things happen every day. They happen yeah. all over the place. Well, they happen here in San yeah, Diego. Yeah, going back to what you said a long time ago, and there's plenty of laws, you know, you know, against doing all this stuff. But at the end of the day, Americans, America was founded on, you know, the founding father saying you and I and everybody else, we're going to give you, you know, rights. Uh, and, you know, and if you do wrong things and, you know, we're going to come after you other than that. You know, you've got the right of free will pretty much to do sure. your thing. And I still believe that today 
that, you know, you've got to give that person that their own responsibility and the right to protect themselves as well. If they do something wrong, yeah. then we come down. And it was worse back in the back oh, in the day. Can't even imagine. I mean, if I didn't like the way you parked your car, I could call you out and shoot you. Right. You know, I mean, it's it's ridiculous, but we made it through that. We didn't ban anything. The thing that people don't understand is look how many good citizens own guns. And when you look at the percentage of how many crazy ones that, you know, do these terrible deals yeah. compared to the ones that don't, it's it's astronomical. Well, that's what I said. When you keep those numbers in context or in perspective, I mean, it's, you know, we, we live in a fairly safe country if you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. If you look at the number of gun owners and then you compare that to the number of, you know, violent incidents that involve guns, I mean, it's it's an incredibly small percentage, and it's just, you know, you can't make it perfect. I mean, it's just so, people are going to be people. Let me ask you this. If they decided to come take our guns away by force, what do you think that would look like? Well, a lot of people have already circumvented that in the sense where, you know, this um, uh, they might have guns that are off the record. And, uh, you know, they didn't want to bring them forth with all these. Uh, and that's what's happening now, for instance, with the stamping laws and things like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying they're just drawing the line in the sand and saying, no, we're just not going to comply. Right. I yeah. mean, I think, the, I think the people that want to take them realize they better not. Well, look, look what's going on in New Zealand. So what they say, there's 300,000 oh, semiotic yeah. weapons and they've only had, they asked for them to be turned 52. in with, or something like <laughs> something ridiculous like that. Yeah. And they just went through that in New Jersey too, with the magazines where right. they, they did the same thing that California is trying to do out here where they made them illegal and people were supposed to turn them in Yeah, and they've had zero turned in. Yeah. Um, I forget who it was. Someone wrote an article about that where they contacted. Were they shocked? Uh, they, uh, <laughs> I don't know who, uh, who should be. They uh, contacted a number of uh, police agencies in New Jersey and were asking how many were turned in and they couldn't Uh, find any at all. Well, just also real quick to finish up the the, the segment, um, you know, I was just watching that series Chernobyl on HBO. Mm. I don't know if you've seen it, Dave. It's really interesting. But the the bigger picture for me is, you know, all governments lie. And at the end of the day, the founding fathers knew that their own government, that their own baby that they put together was going to lie. So they allowed for the militias and they allowed for them to be armed with military weapons. Isn't that amazing how smart they were? So people forget about this, people shooting each other. You know, let's just remember that at some point, if this government gets too wacky, at some point we have to have a way to have an all in check. That's right. And that's why we have the Second Amendment. That's it. My opinion. I totally agree with you 100%. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. I'm Dave, he's Lance, and he is Joe. Hey, folks, have you heard us tell you how easy it is to install a Cali key and how easy it is to make your AR California legal in recognition of recent gun law changes? Well, those law changes can put the unknown knowing owner of an AR-15 or a 10 on the wrong side of a jail door. If you want your AR to keep its pistol grip, telescoping stock, grip and still have a detachable magazine check out cali key cali key is a cost-effective easy solution that will allow you to keep your ar compliant and future proof your ar from all those horrible new california gun laws keep your entire ar collection intact at a price you can afford with cali key 
Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. And by the way, do you or any of your family members keep a taser, pepper spray, or a firearm, or another weapon for personal protection? Well, what would you do if you got involved with a police officer and was arrested? Who are you going to go to? Try Firearms Legal Protection. They are the best. For less than $10 a month, you'll have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you. It could be John Dillon from Gatsky Dillon and Balance LLP. Check these guys out. Firearms Legal Protection at firearmslegal.com. And for a great lawyer, if you have a gun issue, that is Gatsky Dillon and Balance. Go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com, or give John a call at 760-431-9501. So, Lance, who you got on the line? We've got Mr. Uh, well, uh, uh, Council Member, San Diego uh, uh, City Council Member Chris Cade on the line. He uh, is, uh, Kearney Mesa is part of his district, and he also, I've seen him many times at the uh, the gun range San Diego. So, uh, Council Member Kate, are you there? Good are, afternoon. How you guys doing? We're doing great. Thanks for calling in on one of the first uh, sunny San Diego days we've had in a long time. Thanks for having me. Uh, the, the the pleasures all are so if we get right into it for a second i i understand that yeah you were on the committee for the uh the city of san diego and talking about this uh you know s- supposed uh, gun storage uh law or ordinance that's coming to to fruition maybe yeah so earlier this week at our city's public safety committee the city attorney mara elliott's presented a proposal that sh- her office had drafted which would require all firearms um, in the home to be stored at all times unless it is on your person or in the immediate present as if it were on your person, which I don't know what that means. Um, uh, Suffice it to say, this goes well above and beyond uh, state law when it comes to firearm storage, but the committee moved forward her proposal to the full city council, and I would imagine it's, it's expected to be uh, heard at the full city council, I would say, within about a month or so. So um, yeah, people had to vote, I guess, for this? Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, council so, members uh, had to vote. How'd that go? Yeah, so uh, myself, um, council member Barbara Bree, and council member Vivian Moreno were at the meeting. We were absent. One member, council member Monica Montgomery, she was not in attendance at the meeting. Um, there was a vote to move it forward with a support recommendation. Uh, that motion failed because you need three, uh, three affirmative votes to make a recommendation uh, with myself uh, opposing the proposal. That motion failed. So now it moves forward to the full city council without a recommendation. It's just a, a technical matter, but uh, this, so no matter what, this this measure will be heard at the full city council, and all the members will be asked to vote on this measure whenever it's put on the the agenda. Excellent. And I don't know how free you are to speak about what actually uh, took place during uh, those meetings, but I'm very aware of the supposed Brady folks and the you know the Moms Against Guns or whoever they are. Um, constantly parading in the various offices down there. Um, and most of the city council people, uh, you know, drinking their Kool-Aid. And the flip side of that, um, you know, the other side is never even 
uh, we are called uh, with any of this. Did you ask, uh, you know, what what type of uh, backgrounding they did on? Uh, did Mario Elliot, Mario Elliot do on this, or did any of that discussion oh, yeah, uh, take it place? Was, it, it was. It, it, it's very. It's very political. Um, yes, uh, our city attorney has been very um, adamant about being present at various events with Mom Demand. Um, Brady, right. others um, uh, in this regard, and and this is um, it's interesting because this is the first time that I re- recall that her office, which is the city attorney's office, is is a non-legislative office. Uh, this is the first time that I recall her actually putting forward an, a legislative proposal from her office. So this is this is new territory now, but um, I don't imagine her reaching out to any um, uh, other council offices. I mean, I was not uh, made aware of this until it was docked or, or other okay. um, uh, pro-Second Amendment organizations to, to get feedback on this. And that was what's uh, really uh, evident because if you heard the, the presentation by her and her office, there's no way to enforce this. There is no way to enforce this. This is uh, going to be something where if officers are in your home for another purpose sure. and they happen to see something, then they'll tack on this charge on top of whatever they were before. But there is no, there is no way possible that our police officers are going to be able to proactively address this or, or enforce this because you run into a whole host of constitutional issues yes. about entering somebody's home. Yep, I agree. And uh, was Gore ever consulted on this uh, that you're aware of? I'm. I. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. She didn't. She didn't make that that okay. be known. Um, and I. I wouldn't believe that it would otherwise. I mean, again, this is a very um, political and exactly. emotional uh, argument. If you heard the the testimony, a, a lot of folks who are um, uh, from the Brady campaign and uh, Mom's demand. There were all emotional arguments, and right. they talked about uh, children and whatnot. And what I try to state is that state law already covers this. State law already states that if you have a children in the children in the home, or someone who is not authorized to handle a firearm, you're already required to have your firearm uh, locked or stored away from access. Exactly, it's already state law, and. For us to go above and beyond that now and say whether you're a, a single individual or you're a couple who lives without kids or a senior now and saying, no matter what, you have to have your firearm sort as well, too. Well, we don't have the luxury of knowing every individual circumstance. We don't know if that individual who's living who has a firearm next to their, their bedside or uh, close to them doesn't have the time to unlock it or remove a trigger lock or a cable lock or get out of their safe because they have a restraining order against a, an ex-spouse or who knows what the situation is or your circumstances are. Um, there's no reason we should be, we should be demanding that and putting that on an individuals without knowing that. I don't, I don't think that's my role as an official um, to, to make those requirements on somebody without knowing what the full circumstances are. Yep. Hey Chris, this is Joe. Um, is this uh, isn't this proposal um, kind of similar, at least in principle, to other things that other cities have tried that have been overturned by the courts? Um, like for instance, in um, Washington D.C., I think they tried to require gun owners to store guns in a disassembled condition, 
And I think they've tried things in other cities in California that, that haven't worked like that. Yeah, there are. So there are, uh, I believe, 11 other cities that have similar language to what we have. And it, it presents an inter- interesting legal challenge, what's called preemption. Essentially, can we go above and beyond what state law already requires? And that's a that's a legal question. And I'm not an attorney, so I'm probably not the best to answer that question. But I know other cities in California have tried this. Uh, in our research, what we, what we found is that even the state tried this, something similar, and it failed. And for us now to go above and beyond what already the state has tried and failed to do, yeah. I think that's something is where we are as a, as a city. Um, but yep. th- that's an interesting legal um, challenge, potential legal challenge that I wouldn't be surprised if it's um, if it's tried if, if we were to pass this and it, and it stands. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if somebody would tr- were to challenge this law because of that preemption issue and going above and beyond what state law already requires. Well, absolutely. And what a waste of resources for the city, too, to have to fend something like that. And these guns are already sold with a lock every time someone buys them. And, you know, good for you for being the voice of reason. I mean, we really count on, on, on great, not just representatives, but we see you as a leader. And there's a difference out there between a representative and a leader. And Chris, Kate, I got to hand it to you. Your voice of reason, um, you believe in America and Americans uh, making uh, good decisions for themselves. And, you know, what does government have to do? How can they, you know, come into people's houses and tell them, you know, what they, you know, what they want to do? Um the other thing is we're seeing more and more on the radio show um, when we talk to sheriffs from uh, outside of uh, San Diego County. And this had to do with the whole CCW thing. The old school th- way of thinking was, uh, you know, citizens should not have guns for the most part. And if there's an active shooter, they should run and hide. But what we saw was this trend and you're seeing it more and more with law enforcement. And that is no, you know, good, responsible people. Legal responsible people should have the right to protect themselves. And also, too, when it comes to active shooters on a separate note, then, you know, they should even fight back. Um, and and so and um, so you're starting to see this change out there. So to me, it, this smacks of the you know of the the old school leftist argument that's failing by a way, by the way, across Europe and the rest of it and across San Diego. And I, I want to commend you again for for standing up and being that voice of reason. It's just fabulous. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. Hey, uh, how, do pe- how do people follow you, Chris? So you can, uh, on, my, on Twitter, it's at Chris J. Kate, or Facebook is Chris J. Kate as well, too. I would definitely encourage everyone to, to, continue, to continue to follow this. And I know it's difficult to go down to city council meetings because it's in the middle of the day, on a weekday, and all that, but when this yeah, when this it. comes forward to the council, I would definitely encourage if you're able to come out and testify and give your uh, viewpoint, because I know these members of the council um, aren't hearing it <laughs> from from those who are presenting this 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 issue. But to come down and speak, call your council member, uh, let them know that this is not a partisan issue. This is not a Republican or a Democrat issue. We have mm-hmm. speakers who are against this who are who are. Uh, liberal progressive Democrats, but support the Second Amendment and their right to have a firearm for their protection uh, in their home. And I think the council members need to hear that. Do we have a date and time yet? He hasn't got that yet. We don't. Okay. We don't know yet, but I'll be sure to pass along to, to Michael. Um, I've been I've been in contact with Michael Schwartz about this as okay. well too for the past couple of weeks. Uh, once I hear uh, of a date. I'll make sure I pass along the message that we, we get the word out. Well, happy to have you on. You're more than welcome to come back on air and, and, and you know, you. give out that great news. And thank you very much. And keep up the good work. And you got a lot of folks behind you, believe me. 
I appreciate that. Have a great rest of your weekend, guys. Thank All right, you. buddy. Thank, thank you. you Chris. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Don't forget to go to Facebook. You can check us out at Gun Sports Radio. You can also go and send us an email at gunsportsradio.com. If you have suggestions for show topics or maybe you have something that you'd like to have us discuss, we're happy to do that for you. But in the meantime, yeah. have you heard us tell you all about installing a Cali key and how easy it is to do it? Well, let me tell you, California legal is in recognition of recent gun laws. You need to know how to get an AR-15 and an AR-10 on the right side of a jail door, not the wrong side. And you can do that with Cali Key. You can uh, get your pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrip, and still have a detachable magazine, all with Cali Key. Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all those horrible new California gun laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. That's CaliKey.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. All right, this segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego. Open 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to TheGunRangeSanDiego.com. You will be totally blown away. No pun intended. Uh, but the website's full of tons of information, and they're adding new firearms to their library. And Co- Casey, boy, you had some bad to the bone additions to your rental fleet this week. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. How you doing, Case? Pretty good. How you guys holding up? Hey, you know, living the dream. How about you? Ain't that the truth? Yeah, we just actually, one of the coolest ones we put on there was that Walter Q5 steel frame. I've seen uh, that. And yeah, we put it on there, and I actually will be posting a video on it later on today. We put the new Hollow Sun red dot on it, and it just shoots like a dream. The new Hollow Sun is basically their brand of an RMR, and what's cool about it is it has a 10,000-hour uh, battery life because it also goes off solar on it. Plus, you get three different reticles on it. So wow. it'll do the dot, it'll do the circle, and then it'll do the circle dot, which is kind of like the EOTex. We've been calling it the donut of death, and yeah, we're shooting. <laughs> that thing is getting rented out left and right. Everybody wants to shoot it. So. Fun. Yeah, so that was good. Uh, what else is new? Uh, we actually just got another bulletin from the DOJ uh, oh. giving us more guidance on the ammo background checks. Oh. So the background check systems are going to go into the DRO system now. Which, what does that mean so to the to a layman? The, the, so the DRO system is the, the system that we go in when we start typing in all your information that goes into the background checks and whatnot that goes to the Department of Justice. So that's where there's going to be a special tab on it now that they're implementing. Uh, it hasn't been put on yet. They said they're going to put it in right on July 1st, so we haven't been able to get to explore it until the day of. Mm-hmm. So we're just letting everybody know that when it comes to July 1st, don't come in and buy ammo that day. Please do not mm-hmm. do that mainly because every other gun store in California is going to be on that site trying to figure it out, and I guarantee this is going to crash. Crashing left and right. Yeah, it's, left and right is yeah. crashing. Are you guys still selling ammo now? I mean, they still selling yep. ammo, but yep. you got the we're deals? Still selling, we're still selling ammo. Um, got plenty of 9 mil, 45, 40, 
223. All the major rails, we're still selling it as quick as we get it in, we're getting it out. And we encourage people to go down there and get it now, man. I'm telling you, man, if you don't, you're going to be bumming. Cool. Yeah. So we got that new guidance from the DOJ, and we're still reading over it. Um, it kind of sucks that it's not implemented yet, so we can, you know, get familiar with it. So it's going to be uh, going to be a major headache, especially since they put on the DRO system, because we need that system to – you know, start registering guns for people and yeah. also approving them for the take home. Wow. So say people, you know, want to come in and it's the time for them to pick up their gun. I've got to be like, well, the drill system has crashed and it's not back up yet. Right. So I can't, you know, do they care? You have to wait. No, do they oh, really care not. when you call them? Absolutely not. They don't. Well, I mean, we call the DOJ uh, and some of the employees there, you know, we call them so often and whatnot. So we start mailing friendships with them, but they're on the lower echelon. So we'll ask them things, especially us being a rental range. Right. How is this going to affect us? Like, can I sell people ammo for them to shoot the guns we rent? Or is it going to be a service for us? Ooh, that's What's a good going question. on? If that's what we're asking them. And they're just like, oh, we don't know yet. Well, uh, how oh, can the, you? Oh, what do you mean? We're, you know, we're like, how could you not know? Away. <laughs> exactly. You know, three weeks away, and then we're asking them, but, you know, People that are permanent residents with I-94s and other stuff, like they can legally own guns and stuff. So maybe they don't have a California driver's license or anything like that. How is it going to be for them? Do you have to have a California driver's license to get the ammo? What's going on? And it's mm. still to the point where it's like, uh, you know, just kind of wait and see. We're figuring it out as we go. Well, great. Because this is going to, the first week is going to be uh, ugly. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be madness in here. So we're, we're definitely dreading it, but we're getting all of our guys spooled up on how it's gonna work. It's look like it's gonna be kind of a you know actually doing the paperwork and whatnot. It's just gonna be a couple buttons, just kind of like normally buying a gun, but not with all the information and whatnot on it. Right. What I'm actually hoping it could be like is so you know they're kind of going through vehicle and firearm registrations and whatnot. So anybody that's purchased a gun is gonna be in that DOJ system. Mm. So I'm hoping it's going to be like, you know, I type in their name. Okay, cool. Yep, they've done this. The background checks are good. Click a button, get them out of there. Well, I get my rifle on the 26th, so I'm gold. Is that when it gets out of jail? It gets out of jail on the 26th. Awesome. I cannot wait. Oh, man, those gophers are going to be. <laughs> and I already bought 1,000 rounds of 22 from yeah. uh, gun range. Yeah, nice. Yep, I sold them to you. That was a great day. I see. Yeah, it was, you know, we're, we're waiting for this whole system, and that's going to be. You know, it's, it's doomsday is kind of how we're looking at it if you're in California. So, I mean, the lawsuits are going to be going into this is going to be ridiculous, Good. especially if it does start affecting rental ranges and stuff where they say, oh, no, you got to do a background check before you can <laughs> sell a rental gun. Don't give them any ideas. Don't <laughs> we're trying not to, but, I mean, every time we think it gets slightly better, it's just getting well, worse. Let's, worse. let's talk about fun stuff like uh, – did, 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 they, did they tell you that uh, you guys ordered me a new Benelli M4 tactical shotgun? No, they did not. We getting another one in for what? you. What? What? Did, did you get the pistol grip or did you get the butt stock? I went with the butt stock. I went natural this mm-hmm. time uh, mm-hmm. just because, you know, that's how I was, uh, you know, raised. born, raised. That is, that is actually the one I prefer. The M4 is it's a great shotgun. It is. But what I've noticed is when you put a pistol grip on it, it kind of lengthens the actual buttstock itself. Mm. So you actually get a longer length of pull for it. So the gun actually gains a couple inches on it. Now, when you're but in the I Marines, did you ever use one? one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we use the 1014s. I actually have a Benelli 1014 in here. It's bronze. If anybody wants to come buy it, we got it. Anyway. Oh. Mm. On, these ones are the ones that they have the collapsible stocks on it. The 1014, of course, we have here is pin stock because California loves it. Right, we can't use collapsible stock. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we use the 1014 in the Marine Corps, and it's it's an excellent shock, and it just eats everything up, and it runs simple. But that's the cool thing about Benelli's is 
they're extremely high class firearms. Like you pay for it, but you get such a great product back. Yep. And speaking of, speaking of high class, that's uh, Gina, mm-hmm. our good dear Gina. That's one of her. That's her favorite shotgun. Oh, really? That tactical. Yep. So we shot sporting clays with Gina, and she's using her M4, yep. nailing them. Yeah, people use fabulous M4 or the Benelli M2. Yeah, uh, M2 is another really. Yeah, that's the one I use out dove hunting, and it's just they're 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 semi-autos. It would be one of the more preferred ones for me. They're smooth, and you can run them so fast. Uh, cool thing about the Benelli is all the accessories that you can do with them. Um, their pump actions are good too, um, but they're just mainly known for their semi-automatics or their brake actions. Uh, their A28U is one of the better brake actions that we have here. Um, but yeah, the the one that you got right there with the normal buttstock, that is my preferred. Uh, Isn't that it's nice? Just, it's just nice the way you can shoulder it a lot quicker. The pistol grip is nice, but you know yeah. everybody's going to be shooting to each their own. Yeah, that's uh, why they make Fords and really Chevys. It's yeah, just it's exactly, something yeah. nice to keep next to your bed stand mm-hmm. in San Diego. Locked up in a box yeah. with a big padlock <laughs> on it and a Rottweiler. Yeah, I'm going to be having like three chains and a couple padlocks oh, yeah. on now because they're going to, you know. That's usually how I had it is I have a Mossberg 500 and I just have a pistol grip on it. So it's nice and short with a little side saddle with some extra rounds. And that's just how I was running mine for a while. Um, and then I just switch over my pistol by my bedside with the light. Uh, but that's a perk about shotguns, especially I tend to prefer pump actions more. I I mean, just the manual action yeah. of it, I just, it's just satisfying to me. But having a pump action means you can do a lot more to it. As long as you're not chopping the barrel or anything else, mm. as long as you have an 18 and a half inch barrel on it, you can pretty much do whatever you want to. Well, and shotguns are so much fun. And so I appreciate you bringing you know, mm-hmm. that up for this segment because uh, you guys have a, a whole bunch down there. And mm. people, if you don't have one, you should have one or yeah. another one. I got a Mossberg. I love mine. Fabulous. Yep. I love the Mossberg. They have that dual extract on it. It's real nice. And I just like the slide action. The Remington 870 is excellent guns, too. I just, right. you know, start like, off on Mossberg, and that's what I stick with. I like the safety because it's right on top. You don't have to yeah, go. Exactly. You don't have Your to go look for right it. There. Yeah. Yeah. If, if Remington switched the place of their safety, I'd like them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, the other shotgun, you know, people used to talk a lot of smack on with the Keltex, mainly because... Keltex were mm-hmm. plastic guns back in the day. Well, mm-hmm. the Keltec KSG is actually probably one of our top-selling shotguns. Oh, okay. uh, it's 18-and-a-half-inch barrel. It's a bullpup design, but it holds 14 shells of 12-gauge. It'll be two-and-three-quarter. You can also run three-inches in it. I shot a uh, customer brought in some three-inch magnums that I shot through that, and I'll never do it again. But you can do it if you want. <laughs> I mean, the fireball that came out of thing. Cause the whole gun itself is, like, roughly 22 nice. inches overall length. So you're getting a lot of boom out of a small package, and that's one of our favorite rentals on the range. Like, hey, you want to see something loud that's going to you know, pick you real hard? Get that Caltech right there. Uh, don't put me fun. next to him. So you're just telling me that's one of these, hey, watch this. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You know, it's fun. But again, also, realistic-wise, for home defense, it's, it's an excellent shotgun. Because of how short it is, that's the big thing a lot of people don't understand. Like, you know, in home defense situations, if – most people are not going to be clearing rooms, you know, clearing their hallways and stuff because they don't know what they're doing. You should right. really just hold up in your room, get your family in there, keep that barrel point out the door and wait till you hear police, 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 and then let yourself be known. Right. But if you have training and whatnot, yeah, you can okay. Let home. yourself That's be known. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is rack it. <laughs> let yeah. yourself be That's known. The, yeah, exactly. You know, that's the big That's thing about shotguns is that, that sound right there. Every single person knows that sound at that's night. Right. It's just a shotgun rack and you're like, oh. That's no, going to hurt. Going down that way. 
That's good. I mean, summertime, you need a shotgun. It's just, you know, it's it's season to be outside. Don't you stack your ammo? You put buckshot in the first, a little heavier in the second. Oh, my gosh. And a slug in the third. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I would, you know, I'll just run some double buck in there because, I mean, if I, if whatever's coming at me is going to take, you know, five or six rounds of double up buck and it's still going, you know what? I put up a good fight. You win this round. Yeah, well, that's why I'm I'm older. I wait for three, and the third one you're going to go away. It's just wow. that simple. Third one you're going night night. Yeah, you're going away. It was really nice knowing you, and I hope there was some money in your pocket. All right, hey man, thank you very much for taking time out of your day, and, and it was good seeing you the other day. And I'm sure I'll be back. Tell, tell you what, folks, he's there all day till ten o'clock. Come on down. Is it pretty busy, or is it a good time to come? Oh, it's it's, it's pretty steady right now. I mean, we got a couple lanes empty, so if people want to come down, cool. Come on down. We're here. All right, buddy. All right, you take care, and we'll talk to you later. That's Gun Range San Diego, folks. Nordstrom's of Gun Ranges. You can't beat it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Don't forget to go to Facebook, check us out, or you can send us an email at uh, gunsportsradio.com. We're more than happy to chat with you. Hey, do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapon for personal protection? Do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, what would you do if you're involved in an incident? What are your plans to pay for bail and expensive lawyer fee? Well, do what we do. Join Firearms Legal Protection for less than $10 a month. You'll have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at firearmslegal.com. Call them at 844-357-9400. 844-357-9400 and get protected. All right, Lance, who you got lined up? Now, Sam, the, the gunman, he's not going to call in today because... He- Yep, he's taking a little vacation day, uh, so I don't know. He's going to be drinking his chocolate, his chocolate milk, milk. Uh, you know, whatever the case may be. But, um, you know, this show, we talk a lot about uh, different uh, groups and how to get involved. So a lot of us like to go to the range, stuff like that. But it's nice to get involved and, and go out and use that um, mm-hmm. with, you know, friends, family, uh, and also groups. And so uh, speaking of groups, San Diego County uh, um Gun owners, we had a, um, a board meeting the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, our good friend Barb, she's a board member, and she was. Uh, we were talking about her group, a girl and a gun, and I asked her to, to come on and, and and tell us about it and tell how people can get involved. So, Barb, what are you thinking? How you doing, Barbara? Hey, Lance. Thanks for hey, taking. Thanks, thanks for, for having me. Yeah, on. my pleasure. I mean, it's a summer day here in San Diego, right? Finally. Oh, it's gorgeous out. Yeah. You know, and we got Joe Dermisi right here as well. Yeah. How you doing, Barbara? Hi, Joe. So tell us about tell, tell us about girl and a gun. Well, a girl and a gun is uh, a shooting nationwide shooting organization that there is a uh, chapter here in San Diego uh, for, and basically it's women getting together in a um, encouraging, supportive, safe environment to shoot guns. Um, we have our meetings down at um, Discount Gun Mart. Uh, okay. We meet monthly. Um, it's the first, second Tuesday of the month from 11 to 1 called Trigger Time in case for those women that want to attend during the day. Uh-huh. I We've like got that. The fourth Thursday from 6 to 8 is Girls Night Out. <laughs> okay, yeah. great. 
That's always a fun time. So, so what? Uh, and then it, starting in August, we're doing a um, a girls' night Tuesday, um, Tuesday night from six to eight for more for the new shooters. Right. So, so what does it take to to join the group? Uh, it takes coming on down to the range and uh, a- attending one of our meetings. And they don't have to have a gun. No, no. We, you know, everybody, everybody. Or, or maybe they do. At a girl and a gun at some point. Uh, but the whole point is that if you have an interest in, in firearms and you're at that point that you want to do something about it, come on down. Gotcha. Um, discount Gun Mart, you can rent a gun at. Um, but we'll just kind of, you know, take you in the fold, if you will. Right. You'll um, walk them through the safety down. measures and all that. And, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're, so. we're, we are strongly into safety. So um, is, is, there, is there a fee? Is there a fee for this? To join um, for the actual meetings, well, to join um, as a national member, it's uh, fifty dollars a year. Oh, it's really not much, that's and uh, that gives you, yeah, that gives you all kinds of, all kinds of things. Um, we have a like even a um, yearly uh, national conference. I just got back from Texas, you know, in April and had a blast with you know, good six hundred other people from other chapters around and, and all kinds of training. And it was just really nice. Um, but yeah, you just, um, basically come on down. Um, it's, uh, you know, $2 for a meeting and then, um, possibly $10 for, uh, range fees if you're not already a member of the range. But, um, we, you know, kind of meet you and find out what your skill level is. We generally have an hour's class of some sort. Um, it can be on safety or it can be on, you know, the parts of a gun or, you know, changing magazines. You know, we, we, vary, we have various different programs that we kind of run. Um, and then we spend an hour out on the range. Yeah, that's fabulous. You know, some women, when they first, first get there, just want to watch. Others, you know, are ready to go. Yeah, I, and it sounds like it's a lot of stuff I could actually use myself. But I know a lot of people, you know, I go to the range and, and I see a lot of people there, but and Joe and I talk about this about you know, but doing other stuff by instead of just going to the range. So getting involved in the group, the, the education that you're doing is fabulous. Yeah, and that's that's one of the the um, strong points about the group. It's not just hey, let's go down the range and shoot. Right. You know, it's it's meeting other women that you know um, are into the shooting sport. It's learning about what you're doing. You know, a gun is not something that you can just pick up and and fire. You know, you may hit your target, but you're you're not necessarily in a good, supportive, safe environment where you're learning what you're doing. So, you know, and that's what we're kind of, you know, all about is making sure that we give an environment to where no matter what your skill level is. We have everything from people who have never held a gun before to a competition team to law enforcement. So, Barb, are you and uh, Judy and the girls going to be at the Women on Target event from the Eleven Grove Rod and Gun Club up in Alpine in July? Um, that's that's something that um, we're kind of discussing. Um, we have been doing more with Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club. You know, primarily our group is um, uh, we have our monthly meetings, but we're starting to branch out a little bit because we're getting a lot of interest from from different. Um, different levels within the club. Like I said, we're getting together a competition team. We're going to be going to Lemon Grove, hopefully Rainbow, and, you know, kind of branching out a little bit for those that want to do that. Yeah, I met Judy at one of the uh, Women on Target things a couple of months ago. We were both mentoring there, and just uh, 
a fantastic uh, person, Ju- Judy uh, Wells, I believe. It's your um, yes. your your yeah, big she's leaders our chapter <laughs> facilitator, and she is just hands down wonderful. She's got a great personality. She's really into it and is very encouraging. And she's a tremendous instructor and she's got a wonderful competition yeah. gun that I can't remember exactly what it was, but I, when I shot it, I thought, oh, this is wonderful. I love this. Yeah, yeah. She is She is good at that. And also my, my uh, co-instructor, Kathy, there's a uh, two of us that work with Judy Instructing, and uh, we were just up at Rainbow this last weekend, and uh, I was just, you know, it's it's one of those you have to bow down before her because, you know, uh, she just is a dead-on shooter, you know, and mm. we went head-to-head on something, and I was, like, smoked. <laughs> and so. what do you shoot? What I'm pistol? a Glock girl. Okay. Yeah. I'm a Glock 19 is generally what I shoot. Yeah, nice. Always yeah. good. Always a good thing, definitely. Good. Well, um, Joe, any other questions? Yeah, no. Uh, that was. Good. I was just going to comment. I'm being a Glock person myself. I just uh, I got into that, and uh, not not that I did any research or learned or anything. I just uh, that was what everybody had when I took my first lessons. So I just went with it, and it's been great. I've it's got three of them now. Yeah, and uh, I shoot the 34 yeah, for competitions. Though. Yeah, it's nice, and I carry the uh, 19, which is really nice. Well, the 34 makes you look good. I've been out in the range with you, so <laughs> you need that. Yeah. Anyway, well, listen, yeah, thank no, you very much. We appreciate you calling in. Okay, no problem. Have a good day. Thank you very much. Yeah, and hope you'll, hopefully you'll call in again and again. Any listeners out there, uh, how can they get a hold of the website or something like that? Um, the website is just a girlandagun.org is the national website. Okay. Um, or they can go to our Facebook page, which is a girl and a gun SD. All right, that's simple. That's good. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you okay. on the range, my dear. Thank you for calling in. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Ah, right. That was excellent. Yeah. You know what? We got to get them out and shoot them. That's yeah. what we got to do. Oh, it's so much more fun when you get involved in those organizations and matches and doing yeah, different things. It's I mean, level. shooting in the range of down the lane is okay, yeah. but you got to grow. Yeah. 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 And you surely do. But hey, we want to thank all of our show sponsors for listening with us or working with us, San Diego County gun owners. You can go to San Diego County gunowners.com, join Michael's phenomenal group and come to gun prom and, and just have a great time. You know, they got shooting events and they'll definitely keep you up to snuff as to what's going on legally. And Michael is a, just a, a bulldog when it comes to your, your second amendment rights. Also the gun range, San Diego, go to the gun range, San Diego.com for all your shooting needs, whether it's a, a, a gunsmith training, uh, rentals, purchases, schools, classes, the gun range, San Diego. Nordstrom's a gun range is just not the price. And hopefully you never need John Dillon, but cafirearmslaw.com. cafirearmslaw.com will take care of all your legal needs. Firearmslegal.com, that's a $10 a month. Totally protects you and your family from anybody uh, putting you in a situation that you don't want to be in. And to keep your AR 10 and 15 and top-notch condition, and California legal, calikey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-K-E-Y.com. And don't forget, you can always get us emails at info at gunsportsradio.com. And I want to thank uh, Lance, Michael Schwartz, Casey, John Dillon, Brendan, and, of course, Joe Dramisi for coming in and hanging with us and keeping up the good, good work. Good to see you, and, Joe. And I guess you're, you're putting uh, – you've got blogs or stories on uh, guns – 
San Diego County gun owners? We do. I write an article for Michael of uh, pretty much every week on, if you go to the SDGCO um, San Diego County gun owners uh, webpage, go to the blog page and you'll see a new fresh article pretty much every week. Yeah. Where do you come up with those great ideas? Uh, listening to people like you guys. That <laughs> just come to me. <laughs> That's a scary thought. All right, folks. Well, hey, you know, be safe. Keep your Second Amendment right in your pocket and tight. And don't forget, you have rights just like everybody else. So stand up. All right. We're going to be hitting the road. And, of course, we'll be back next week right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.